This show is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com. Welcome to I Shouldn't Have to Say This, the podcast where we discuss topics we believe requires critical and nuanced thinking. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at saythiscast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at saythiscast or go to saythiscast.com to hear previous episodes. Hey there, party podcast people. It's been a while. It's your co-host, Nicole, and this is Genre. That's me. Hello, I am Genre. And we missed an episode, and that's because um, we're tired, and I have everything <laughs> to talk about. There is, of course, a lot to talk about, but in a little episode I did sometime in 2020 or 2021, can't remember anymore, I said that I wanted this podcast to be positive, to move in the direction of shit that makes the world a better place. And I have been having an existential crisis about if such a thing is possible or if there are just enough people alive right now who don't give a fuck that like it will never be possible because apathy is by and large the predominant feeling that a lot of people have. And apathy isn't going to change the world. And I don't feel equipped to tackle people's profound sense of apathy because I feel it as well. Yeah, I I have always been like and I've tried to be uh, I've tried to look for the positivity or like the the solution or or something that could help people in this country, like through like the Obama years and and all the the Tea Party and everything like that and like or the or the or the even the Trump years and um everybody getting like mad about everything and you know I had a I have always had like a positive outlook in in terms of if if we keep trying if we keep pushing then things will get better because that's how things get better people working on it and <laughs> you know this reminds me and i'm gonna nerd out for a second if that's okay nicole i'll allow it all right <laughs> this reminds me of um uh the comic green lantern and there are different kinds of lanterns just green lantern blue lantern everything like that the blue lantern which were just created like a little while ago they're powered by hope and the Green Lanterns are powered by willpower. So they, if they work together, they become more powerful in like when they're, when they're teamed up. And the reason is because hope doesn't have it. Like hope doesn't have any power without the willpower to, to make it, to, to push that, to push the person and willpower doesn't have, isn't isn't powerful enough without hope to to power to give it purpose that's my yeah that's awful but true <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i hate that you said that but i mean i agree um yeah um and so i've been i've been just like app like anger or um or 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 sadness or or some kind these are active emotions and apathy is just neutral it is just 
it, it it's not active it's passive and even if you have some kind of hope but you're ap apathetic about it then nothing's going to happen and the reason people get apathetic is because they lose hope on in something so i personally am having trouble retaining that hope so the will like i'm still pig-headed as hell my willpower is pretty strong but what am i going to do about it because it, it it just seems like it doesn't matter mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah for me it just seems like nobody is on board mm. and we can continue to knock our heads against a wall but the fact of the matter is that if the power if like the people can want change all they want right now the power differential between the powers that be and the people who influence the powerless and the people without power or the marginalized is so massive that it feels insurmountable and that's a really ugly thing to think about but if the only thing at this point that would make any change is a general strike mm -hmm. and i feel so far away from having the class consciousness and shared vision to do a general strike in the United States for sure. But even then, how long could people hold out under the weight of a general strike? How long could I mean, people not have money? We've seen a little bit of that with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. like, but, you know, it didn't, didn't last that long. People, like the, the whole, like our economy is set up so strikes cannot happen for a long time yeah the problem is that people don't have the funds to sustain that mm -hmm. the 2020 black lives matter protests also show that the weather got cold and people went inside and i'm not blaming anybody for that because that's the logical thing to do mm -hmm. so much of this is the logical thing to do i mean even myself i choose to focus on work and how to survive given the circumstances or just sometimes i look around at what the covid precautions are doing and i still feel very strongly that there's a substantial danger and that we should probably figure out how to live with covid in a way that makes sense so like contract tracing and testing and developing better treatments and masking certainly probably indefinitely until we can figure out those other systems of keeping us safe but nobody's interested in that shit everybody's mm -hmm. fucking everybody's tired done. no everybody's done nobody gives a shit yeah. we're never I'm doing that shit COVID. ever again yeah. i've yeah. had people who are stalwartly against that type of rhetoric tell me covid is over and i don't know how to process that information it makes me feel crazy so I I I just I can't focus on it that much. I like, really can't. It would it would probably it I mean I got really ill for like a month in various ways and I think it was because of stress as I figured out how to become numb to the way that people's minds were like changing right in front of me how the normal processes that we used to agree on just fell by the wayside as they accepted whatever the fuck bullshit they were hearing because it benefited them more than the thought processes that they used to abide by. 
And I don't know how to disrupt that. And I don't think anybody knows how to disrupt that because it seems like the human condition, the human condition is to do this thing. And certainly that's been fortified by the type of society that we live in. Um, Short-term over long-term benefits, comfort over stability long-term, all of this shit that it will ultimately be the, 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 the death of us, but uh, it is what it is. Yeah. And so, and, yeah, I, sorry. Uh, I just want to, I did, like, there are a couple things I should interject here. Like the first thing is when we started this podcast, like when we've been recording, there is uh, like, there has been a sense that we will not lie to you. We will be truthful in, in as much as we can in everything that we say. If you, if you listen to the shows in the past, there might be conflicting opinions if, as you're listening along, because we are not going to hide how we're feeling about things. And we are, you know, we try to look at our opinions critically and evolve them or or if they're wrong then we change them and that's okay so i just want to say like we're we're making we're making this show one because um we want to tell everybody like how it is and and as we've done in other shows that are that have been all kind of off the cuff it's we want you to know that we are feeling it too yeah we definitely are i mean i know you're not that, alone in this yeah, you know absolutely and This is not an emotion that I try to allow on this show because I want to be hopeful and I want to make these these prescriptive statements that move us forward. But honestly, I don't have one. I don't think that there is one right now. What seems the most reasonable to me is to prepare for the worst in whatever way makes you feel better. I know that I've started to just kind of slowly gather, like if things were to go really wrong, do I have a bug out bag? No. Am I, mm-hmm. bu- if I, am I building one? Absolutely. I'm building a first aid kit. I have my daily carry upgraded to the level where if something horrible happened, I'd be prepared. Just basically getting the things together and arranging my future plans in a way that I feel like I'm going to be as okay as I possibly can in the future if everything were to go wrong. Personally, I'm, I've been focusing on trying to uh, keep myself um, emotionally stable and keep myself like able to to function because not only is this is the is our culture like just giving up on covid that means the people that are disabled that can't go outside or or have autoimmune diseases or anything like that we're getting completely fucked like um there was a tweet uh that i saw a little while ago that really pissed me off i don't know if you saw my responses nicole but uh, it was like if you if, like if you someone gave you a hundred thousand dollars, would you just not not go outside at all? And I just got so mad because I'm like, like, and they said not go outside for a week. I'm like, is this really something that is this really a question? Like a hundred thousand dollars, and people would have to think about it. Like I can't go outside, can't step outside for a week. That's what I do all the time. Sometimes I'd go like ten days without going outside, and. That and it just makes me think about how the world just does not care about me or or people with issues like that I have. 
It's it's <laughs> it's fucking horrifying. It's yeah, it's horrifying. It's just you know, I was able to like um I do this show. I do uh, a show called Civil Politics. You, you've heard it on the feed a little bit, and we used to do that show in a radio station. Like we would go to the station, we record it live at the time that it's supposed to be on, and it would be really fun. And then we would go out for for dinner afterwards. We haven't been able to do that for two years. And that was the one time a week that I knew I would be leaving the house. I would record it on Zoom. It's it's a nightmare. We still we still put it out. And it's still it's still I think it's still good, but it is a nightmare to produce. And <laughs> oh, I'm saying all this because this is something that a lot of disabled people have to go through and have to process uh, that people just don't care. And that is another reason why it's it's hard. It, this this apathy is pervasive. That makes sense. I don't know if I'm making sense at this point. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just like, how do you deal with the fact that nobody gives a shit? Like, for me, I feel like my youth is being sucked away from me by the people who are older than me. And honestly, mm-hmm. that pisses me off more than, like, I can fucking take. But really, it just, like, after processing that feeling, I feel nothing. Because nobody else cares. Most of the people my age, they're not letting COVID take it away from them. They're braving the fucking disease uh they are risking <laughs> it all the poison they are yeah. huffing the poison they're taking a chance that this is not going to cripple them um and that's not a risk that i'm willing to take because i have had a really like this might be paranoid but i've had a feeling that if i got covid that it would really fuck my shit up real bad mm-hmm. um and if not the first time then certainly the second time and it's just not something I feel comfortable fucking around with. And the fact that most people are like, I'm sure I'll be fine. This is what we associate with teenagers, by the way. The, the, the sense this of could that never could happen to me. I'm invincible. Yeah. Sure, some people get long COVID, maybe a third by some estimates, but it's not going to be me. Like God, 30, like, really? uh, like maybe. That's a high estimate. We don't actually know because there's very little effort being into figuring to figuring out what the long term uh, consequences of this is going to be, because that would really get in the way of of everybody's big plans for the fucking future. You know, yeah. like what happens once you catch COVID a second or third time? What happens if you catch COVID the first time you end up with a situation that leaves you immunocompromised because of COVID and then you catch COVID again, then you die? Well, then they say that you died because you were immunocompromised because the first fucking time you got COVID. I mean, it's all shit that we have to think about. And how do you maintain your sanity during that? I mean, for me, I don't. I go to work. And by go to work, I mean, I walk two steps to my office and I work. (laughs) You've been working a ton. I know that. Like, you've been nonstop. And it makes sense that you're using that to, to create some stability. I work and I play Elden Ring. Yeah. And before Elden Ring, I played Pokemon Legends. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I work and I escape. And then I work and then I escape. And then sometimes mm-hmm. I see my girlfriend. And that's, those are the only th- times that, like, I feel good. But it's like, if you want me to say, like, let's work towards this, like, shining political future, fuck no. 
I mean, I watched the State <laughs> of the Union today, and I listened to everything that was coming out of Joe Biden's fucking mouth. And Jesus like, Christ. you know, half of it I agreed with, but the other half was just this cucked fucking nonsense. Yeah. Paying lip service to conservative values that trying to court a political audience that won't agree with you because they think that Jews control everything that's coming out of your fucking <laughs> mouth. Like... <laughs> Like, let's Jesus let's get Christ. let's bring the let's bring the fucking jobs back to the Rust Belt. And meanwhile, all of the people on the Rust Belt think that you literally like that George Soros is the devil and he is speaking through your mouth right now. Like you're not speaking the same language. Stop talking to them. Um, but that's where uh, we are. During the, the the State of the Union that like he's talking about burn pits and about how it hurts soldiers and everything like that. And you'd think that would be like a thing that everybody would be like, yeah, cool. You know, like that's that's good that we're trying to save like soldiers lives or something like that. Right. And he's just talking about how it's like causes cancer or something. And Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene start yelling about like something else just before he starts Build talking that wall. about no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Build that wall or something. And what about the the people in Afghanistan or something like that? And just the next line was him talking about his son and his and him dying of cancer. They interrupted him during a point where he was talking about his son that died. This is this is what this basically like the major parts of the speech. Just people complaining at each other and. Most of his speech was like, I want to do this stuff. So send this bill to my desk, send this bill to my desk because he doesn't have any power to do it. And, like, and why even the, the fuck the, don't the Democrats have power after we delivered them the majority? I mean, <laughs> no, like it's, nothing, nothing is working right now. Um, it's all, and yeah, it's not it, working in a really conspicuous, stupid, discouraging way that I don't feel equipped to like talk about, to like lie through my teeth and tell you that I think that anything is going to change. Really, I'm fucking scared and I'm starting to, and I'm never going to waver in my support of, um, trying to build a better world. But I also realize that. I need to concern myself with survival predominantly. And I think that everybody who gives a shit about survival should be fo or survival or like the continuation of our human species should just their main focus should be trying to outlive these fuckers. Let all mm -hmm. of them catch COVID and become whatever the fuck that does to them. And let's inherit the yeah. fucking world or some <laughs> shit. I mean, I have no idea how to do it right now. What I've been focusing on, like, other than, like I said, like just trying to be emotionally stable. Like I think I talked about it at the last show. We like I switched rooms uh, so I can because of my mobility thing, I can be on the bottom floor like so I can get to the bathroom easily. And I've been just laser focused on furnishing the room, like putting up pictures and stuff and buying frames and desks and um like got a rug and then like trying to make make this space as as great as possible but it's just to try to create some semblance of control in my life 
But I think the other thing that everybody can do is one, try to create stability in your life, because if you have stability, then you can build on that, um, at least least for yourself. And then when you have that stability in, in any way that you can, then you at least try to help your loved ones around you. Like we can, we might have apathy for the world, but my partner or my friends, I will try to make their lives as good as possible as well. But the world and, and one of the reasons why we do the show is to try to help people in general, like figure things out. The world is, it's just, it, it is beating everybody down and yeah. there's only so much that you can do. Yeah. Um, we all have our sphere of influence. I've always thought about it like this. Um, mm. And our sphere of influence is most intense with the people who we talk to on a daily basis or who we're around all of the time. And it gets mm-hmm. more diluted as you go further and further and further. Building community, having people around you, strengthening the bonds that you have is probably the way that you're going to find the best the most luck right now i don't have access to that right now but i hope that many of you listening to this right now uh do have access to what have access to community or a means of building community right working on that will probably be your best bet even like a community that i'm that i focus on is my destiny 2 clan like that's We've, we're very, very specific about how who we let in and who can who we let into the voice and everything like that. So we built a community of friends and I try to focus on that. And I have like the people that I do podcasts with. I have tried to focus on that. The people that I can communicate with. I'm sure there are like small pockets of people that you communicate with too. Mm-hmm. You know, community isn't a large mass of people. It can be three people, it can be two people. It's just a connection. It's just a connection with multiple people. And if someone has, though, if you have those connections, then you just need to strengthen them right now and mm-hmm. make sure that those people know that you want to have a community with them and that you're willing to, to strengthen that bond if they're willing as well. We are um, living through the end of something right now. We've already lived through the end of a uh, decade of the 20th century. Mm -hmm. So many things have come to an end. Uh, We've also seen the end of normal life with COVID. And there is something right now that is threatening to be born. Maybe that's worldwide conflict. Maybe that's unending plague due to the ineptitude and apathy of our brethren. Um, maybe that's climate change collapse. Uh, who the fuck knows? But it's not going to be the end <laughs> of humanity because that's not how shit works. And I think that right now we all need to be a little bit more focused on preparedness and on securing our survival if not on a communal basis or on a societal basis, because it, it seems like that boat is sailing. We need to turn our attentions to our communities and to ourselves and try and ride this shit out. And it is to that end 
that we are making an announcement this episode that we are going on a hiatus, but not a hiatus. So um, (laughs) what that means is I'm really mad at people online for sharing their opinions about media franchises that I like, and I really want people to shut the fuck up. So maybe I'll yell a little bit about that, but we will be taking the next couple of months off, so sometime in May, and we're going to think about if we have the bandwidth and we have the urge, the the drive, the appetite to continue trying to deliver a message that's more optimistic, that's more optimistic <laughs> or helpful or useful than the shit that we have said today. Exactly. We, we it was not it would not be helpful for us to just push. It's not it's not helpful. It's not what I want what I I want it to be productive more than anything with this show, but I don't feel personally like I'm in a productive place when I look at politics and I don't feel like I can blow smoke up your ass and tell you to feel productive even when it feels like everything is crumbling down. Yeah. We gotta find a way to, through that. But I don't think I can tell you the way through it all. I think we're gonna have to figure it out ourselves. Because yeah. for the first time in the entire uh, runtime of this podcast, I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what to say. This thing, like that should that alone should be worrying. Nick doesn't know what to say. That's that word. <laughs> that's, that's an in, that is that's... a wild insult, but also true. <laughs> I I feel speechless when I think about the world, and also just um, if I could say one productive thing, uh, glory Please. to Ukraine. Uh, fuck off, Russia. Get fucked. Putin. Take that L plus ratio. Yeah, Putin. <laughs> but also the country is yeah is fucked. The Russian people have nothing to do with this. Yeah, Putin is an oligarch. the 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 illusion of democracy in Russia is just that an illusion. I mean, they're not even trying. Putin like, doesn't anymore. get elected. Uh, he reaffirms <laughs> his power every however long with a dog and pony show. So the Russian people should really be let out, left out of any hatred for the invasion of Ukraine. But that being said. Uh, Putin and Putin's Russia can go fuck itself. Um, And I hope that from the inside, there is a discontent welling that will be the end of the horrific post-USSR Russian geopolitical program that's been going on for such a long time now because it's completely unnecessary. And I would love... (laughs) It would be awesome to welcome Russia into the world economy and into the bold new future without fucking Putin or oligarchs leading them. If it could be just, you know, Slavic crazy fucking redneck bullshit, like (laughs) arm wrestling bears and throwing Molotov cocktails (laughs) at oil spills and the ocean or some shit. <laughs> Did you just watch a movie about rushers? <laughs> no. Wrestling bears. <laughs> no, it's just that if you watch a crazy fucking video online, 
it's either Florida or somewhere in Russia or a Slavic yeah. country. I mean, now it could be Ukraine because the Ukrainians are also popping the fuck off. I saw a video of these guys just pulling a goddamn mortar. They they stole off the Russians. Yeah, they just like, carried like they're just Slavic people scare me. I once dated a Georgian girl. She scared the shit out of me. Oh shit. <laughs> in a in a fun way she was scary i'm just saying those people they're hardy um mm. and i would love to be able to engage with russian culture and russian stuff without like the knowledge that their government is so fucked up so we so just like palestine we in this house support ukraine yep um go off ukraine so pop off fuck their shit let's up. uh let's talk about some like let me talk about some like technical stuff as we're as we're moving into the next phase of the show. So right now, um, as you're listening, we are going to go to a more sporadic schedule. If we want to record something, something happens, especially something like like Nicole said, like some people talking about like a game or something. Elden Ring takes. Talking. Yeah, <laughs> Elden Ring takes. <laughs> like, what was your what was the last thing like? Um cyberpunk takes like it was just a cyberpunk show for a while we also did the um the the bioware show i think where yeah. we talked about oh there are a lot of white people who think that it's a really good and reasonable way or to like compare like the state of racism to like what happens if you were literally like a walking nuke that could go off if you got hangry versus um <laughs> You know, just being a black normal human, (laughs) just a normal black person. (laughs) This sort of thing. Um, So we're not saying we're going to just stop. There might be content in the future over the next couple months. It's just if we get the urge to to talk about something and it will be something fun or something weird, something that, like I said, uh, supports our mental health and hopefully yours too then we'll record that you know because we like doing this show we like talking to you we like talking to each other we like recording things it's all great it's just the world is just beating us down you know by design and it's working so f- for the next couple months and depending on what we figure out maybe the future we'll be recording stuff about that 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 sort of thing um it won't be on a regular schedule uh and uh the other thing is we are going to pause the patreon uh because if we're not creating regular content then we feel like taking taking money for for that (laughs) for the express purpose of making a political show isn't you know the greatest idea because you know, you should, you, if you are listening and you are a Patreon subscriber, thank you so much for your support. And hopefully we will start up the Patreon again, but use that money to make a go bag or something or buy something that will make you happy or something Make it like rain that. on a motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. Like take that, take that money that we've been asking for that has really helped us out and will help us out and help yourself, like make your life better. It with that, I don't know, five bucks a month or 20 bucks a month or whatever you're doing, you know. So all the episodes are going to remain online, obviously. Be able to listen back to them. <laughs> Enjoy the good times. And uh, just stay tuned for Elden Ring takes. And Pokemon ma- takes. Pokemon <laughs> takes and 
probably some uh maybe some horizons <laughs> forbidden west takes and uh what's that what's the thing that's coming out advanced wars <sighs> advanced wars, wars take Ooh, rune factory five <laughs> and also triangle strategy if i ever get through it those fuckers talk so much these are the things that we like doing these are things that that keep us sane these are things that might keep you sane and we want to keep everybody sane that's important mental health is important if you're if you're having a if you're having a hard time uh ask for help like see about um if you're if you have health insurance and they're not idiots then see if they cover cover therapy mental health services stuff like that because and if not there are still a lot of places offering uh free mental health services exactly yeah there are a lot that started during covid uh covid is still happening f- for a lot of people's perspective mm-hmm. so um that's something that's still being offering i know of at least a few so look into that particularly if you're not white yeah. sorry yes, <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry to the um, whites you gotta we, afford uh, that <laughs> us us be us us brown people we've been we we've had to deal with bullshit for our lives and this is just another layer on the crap cake so if you if <laughs> definitely like talk to someone if you if you need to or if you want to that is it is okay i know in some communities it's kind of looked down on if you're listening to this and you trust us it's fine i've been in and out of therapy for years it's been a great help so um, yeah, and also I know motherfuckers who have never been to therapy and really need it, and they're insufferable. Serious. <laughs> Don't be insufferable to your communities and the people around you because you won't seek help. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of what community is for, to help. And for them to say, what the fuck are you doing? Go, go see a therapist or something like that. Those are the friends, those are the friends that you should really foster. Get help. People, <laughs> people would be, people look at you and say, what is shut up go call a doctor that's those are the people that you want to keep around you because they care enough to tell you the truth so anyway uh (laughs) do do what you need to do we're going to do what we need to do and if we don't post anything for a couple months that might happen or we might post something like once every three weeks or something who knows uh hopefully we'll have some some stuff to talk about that is fun but for now uh you know take care of yourself take care of yours deuces what deuces deuces (laughs) you want to end the this (laughs) you want to go on hiatus on deuces no (laughs) but also yes So we didn't want to just end end the show on on like such a down note because we always ever since the first show we wanted to end on something positive anything positive and it's and usually it's something personal that we that we really care about and that's that making that's making us happy. So Nicole, what is giving you stability and happiness as of right now in this? hellscape that we are living in stability is a really strong word for this but i am really mm. enjoying the hell out of some elden ring 
Um, so the, the, I don't have to tell you people what Elden Ring is, you know what Elden Ring is. And if you don't just Google it, um, Elden Ring is (laughs) the video game. Yeah. (laughs) Elden Ring is the first, uh, souls like from soft game that I've played since armored core, um, that I have really enjoyed. And that's because it blends like the, like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you and like send you through a meat grinder element of dark souls with a genuinely really interesting world. And also, and this is exciting for me. I Mm. think I'm getting better at video games. Like I've always had this conception that my brain, like I know knowledge wise that I can learn a system and by knowledge of knowing the system be better than the broad majority of you motherfuckers just by by <laughs> the sheer fact that I, I know what to do but my mechanical skills are not great um and i'm not like some sort of like dark souls fucking master or anything i mean this is my first souls like game since i tried to play dark souls 2 two months ago and it didn't go well oh no (laughs) but the fact that i uh i just beat i think his name is radon um but like the third ish boss uh major boss and the fact that i've gotten this far into the game is nice it's good i was hard stuck for two days and then i got through it and that's a level of uh, commitment and grit that I don't really associate with myself so that's exciting mm-hmm. for me and it's a really fun game uh, and I think that you can say that without being a fucking bitch about it but oh boy <laughs> you people really can't say it without being a bitch about it so um, I like Elden Ring in a completely normal and grass touchy type way and also mm. I really enjoy how one of the first things that they'll tell you um, when you boot up Elden Ring is that you don't got no bitches um, which was really <laughs> funny because it called a lot of the people who were playing Elden Ring out but I literally have a girlfriend so it was just funny that's hilarious <laughs> let me ask you something about elden ring is it how hard is it is it like super like souls like souls hard or is it more accessible to people that that don't like games that actively hate you i think the game actively hates you um mm. i think that it's a little bit easier like some of the mechanics are easier so for example my character is kind of a cheesy build it's a tank build i have a shield i do guard counters which essentially means that like once an enemy hits you there's a fairly generous time period that you can just do a big fuck off attack against them and usually chunk them pretty well and also have a good chance of throwing them off balance and to my understanding that is a lot more generous than these Souls-like games have, or not Souls-like, the Souls games, period, have been mm-hmm. in the past with, like, the parry mechanics. Um, so I've been running that tank build to great impact. It's not the most flexible shit in the world, which is why the game hates you. They'll throw all sorts of shit. You'll never be prepared for every situation they throw to you unless you <laughs> play some sort of, like, hybrid, big chungus fucking, like, person with no shield. Um But if you want the level of protection, you can do that. And there are also a lot of people playing right now. So I was really stuck on a boss yesterday and Mm -hmm. I just turned on co-op, brought somebody else and we two manned it. And if you want to play solo, they have summons and the summons will make the majority of the early part of the game pretty much like 
not you not hard at all but it does hate you you still take a lot of fucking damage and die a lot it. but it but you can always leave my problem with souls like game or souls games has always been like if you're on a boss and you're, you're just at there. the boss you are there um if you leave you're gonna have to fight your way there and you're gonna have to take it on at some fucking point and it's you a can little leave bit- and like get stronger and then come back right yeah, in Elden Ring, it's way easier to leave and come back stronger, and there are more places that you can go. Usually, leaving a place in Dark Souls just means you're going to a harder fucking place. <laughs> it's not linear, but you're still gonna get your shit kicked in if you go to if you skip a boss and try to go to the next one. Maybe it'll be better for your build, but maybe it won't. Uh, in this one, like I fucked up, I had a really hard time with the first boss and so i fucked off for literally about 30 hours <laughs> and then awesome. i attempted it <laughs> so like that's awesome just having the freedom to say like i don't think i can do this right now so i'm gonna fucking go okay that right there that makes the game way more accessible and i'm gonna put it on my wish list now like that sort of thing like any like the any game where you can like run into a hard boss and it and it's just pissing you off and you're you're able to leave and go do something else and then come back that is yeah something that i really love yeah so, there's both enough um, content to do that and also enough ways to get stronger that you can feel like you're making progress towards that goal the entire time no matter where you go amazing i love it so uh my thing is kind of similar i've been playing horizon forbidden west Horizon Zero Dawn was uh, is one of my favorite games. Uh, it's the the storyline, the world is just really really fun. Um, there's a lot of plot and a lot of work that's gone into the environment and just the full sense of the world that they were that they're constructing. Um, and Horizon Forbidden West is like a third larger than Zero Dawn. It has so much to do, and the story is really, really full. Uh, we were talking before the show about games that get, that you can gain the knowledge of the of the world and of the plot just from existing in the world. You know, like you happen upon a battlefield, and you're like, "Oh God, what happened here?" You know, and um, that that happens all the time in Horizon Forbidden West. Unfortunately, it wasn't on PC, but I have an old PS4. <laughs> that i can play it on and i am about 40 hours in and i am a third done and anytime i look at that i i i like what did you say you i'll know i i uh, finally some good fucking food (laughs) yep oh god i said this is the kind of game that i very much enjoy like this sort of like kind of open world but very story and narrative focused kind of game so like that's why i was asking about elden ring it just sounds like it would be up my alley so yeah it's um (laughs) that and i do want to say that uh as of this weekend and we're recording the new raid for destiny 2 was announced and there's always a race for to get to the to the end like who which team is going to figure everything out and become the world's first to finish the raid um my clan not so much but (laughs) we've had we have a team that is really really great together and they do a lot they they they've practiced and trained and everything to get through all these random things and that 
like when I was talking about community, that's something I was thinking about. I was watching them playing uh, because one of them was streaming. And it's just so cool to see a bunch of people just having fun and playing a game like a frustrating they have no idea what to do but they're working together just that kind of communal thing like it's been it so that's been really really great to to watch so uh shout out to the digital salads um (laughs) my clan so with that we are going to go on a break so thanks everybody for listening to i shouldn't have to say this we have put our episodes out every every other week but you can still listen to our entire catalog over the past few years uh of uh of all of the ups and downs and everything like that stay tuned because um there is a good chance that we will put out uh, uh an episode or two in the intervening time about like random stuff that we might want to talk about remember to go to say and uh sign up for the podcast or check out like all the app the previous episodes like i said before we are going to put our patreon on pause because we don't believe in asking people for money when we're not doing anything <laughs> so but uh in addition we do we have produced like 10 or 11 mini episodes that have been locked behind the paywall uh, for, on Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash say this cast right now, you'll be able to listen to all of those shows. There are a bunch of continuing um, episodes, like continuing conversations about stuff that we were talking about in a certain episode. There's one episode where uh, Nicole is asking me if she should buy Dragon Ball Fighters um, and a show about uh, how I was... <laughs> was ratioed by tankies uh one time Fucking tankies. <laughs> that was i was laughing my ass off for so long so go to patreon.com slash say this cast you'll be able to listen to all of them for free uh because we love you so so much all of the music on the episode has been by mustin and we thank him so much for allowing us to use his huge back catalog um there is he actually has released with the one-ups a new album you can go to store.mustinenterprises.com and check that out you can also follow the one-ups at the one-ups band i believe uh on twitter and at mustin m-u-s-t-i-n on twitter um check them out great people uh i've interviewed them on my other show press really cool guys so um Thank you, Mustin, for allowing us to use your excellent music over the years. Um, I should have to say this is a production of the Planetside Podcast Network. If you want to learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com. Praise Mustin. <laughs> Deuces. Right. <laughs> I think that word that like, yeah, I think fine. that went all good. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Thanks everybody. It's great. Do you wanna do you wanna say something weird for the for the um the secret track that we put on the what at do the end I of have to say, but uh I have no idea. Um sure. Yep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have a good spring, everybody. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs>